often we can think about goal setting for the following year and rush from one year to the next but without actually reflecting on what's happened and it's such a powerful exercise if you sit down and actually just ask yourself some questions around what happened this year what am i really proud of what did i love you're listening to the high performance health podcast helping you optimize your health performance and longevity my name is angela foster and i'm a former corporate lawyer and high performance health coach each week i bring you cutting edge biohacks inspiring insights and high performance habits to unlock optimal health performance and longevity so excited that you've chosen to join me today now let's dive in Hi friends, in this week's Bite Size episode, it is a little solo episode from me. I thought I'd give you some tips that I follow to kind of navigate the holiday season and really try and relax and enjoy it. Um, I think sometimes it can be difficult to slow down um, and really embrace it fully and be present to everything that's going on. Uh, And that's something that I like to do. I really think if you can give yourself permission with, you know, the shops close, the gyms close, all those things, give yourself permission to really kind of focus on you a bit more self-care and enjoying time with family and friends. And there are a few tips here that can kind of help you avoid that sort of cabin fever feeling that many people get on Boxing Day uh, and they just feel very sluggish and sort of overfed. So as I think, say, I think first it's about really embracing and being in the present moment and taking advantage of that opportunity to slow down, doing the things that we don't normally do when we're kind of rush, rush, rush all year, if you like. And so one of the things is, I would say, is to spend time away from social media, away from all of that input and just really connect and be present with those who are closest to you and spend time with them. You know, one of the things that I I love to do, um, because I know I'm not going to be going to the gym on Christmas and Boxing Day, is a really nice practice is because I like to get up early still. I still get up early in the morning, but then I'll spend a bit more time doing some stretching, some yoga, some journaling, going my sauna, things like that, that I can kind of just give myself full permission to indulge, to a longer meditation, you know, instead of a short one that's kind of only 10, 15 minutes, I might do a nice like 30, 40 minute meditation or visualization. And then also practicing gratitude. So thinking about everything that took place this year, everything that I feel so grateful for, being in the present moment, everything that I have in my life right now. We know that gratitude is highly correlated with positive mental health outcomes. And so it's really important. And it just is such a lovely, lovely thing to do. You know, in every day, I would say there is goodness in every day. When my kids ask me, oh, you know, they don't want to go to school or what if things don't go right today? I'm like, you know, let's look for the goodness because there is goodness in every single day. And so there is, as I say, powerful science behind gratitude in terms of its ability to calm us down and also just to create those feelings of happiness and well-being. And also it's just a really nice way to live your life um, grateful as you're kind of creating it in co-collaboration with the universe. The other thing I like to do is to get outside as much as I can. So I like to go for a morning walk, get access to that early morning light. It's not really early morning light at this time of the year, is it? Let's be honest, it's kind of in the UK, it's sort of lighted about 8am and sometimes that's sort of drizzle and cloud, but there are still benefits to doing it. If you want to kind of optimise for circadian rhythm, then it's better to be outside a little bit longer on the cloudy days for sort of 20 minutes or so. If it's beautiful, bright sunshine, then that sort of five minutes can help with that circadian alignment. But actually, you can embrace the fact that you've got a little bit more time to go and spend each, you know, each day outside. 
The other time to go is to go for a walk after that big um, meal of the day. It's really, really helpful in terms of helping optimize your blood sugar management. It helps get the blood flow going. And it's just another nice opportunity, right, to connect with a family member, have a chat, or even just go on your own. Um, Listen to some music, go out in nature, and know that you are doing positive things for your health as well. Now, if you want to do something a bit more strenuous, and you're thinking like, how can I work out? How can I do something a bit more, you know, if you've got some excess energy, something a bit more high intensity based, then there's some really easy workouts that you can do in the 10 minutes or less. So one of them that you can do is the New York Times seven minute workout. Very easy, kind of Google that. It does it a whole round in seven minutes. You can do multiple rounds if you want to. Um, and then another um, suggestion would be doing a Tabata workout. And that only takes four minutes in total. And that's basically where you cycle through 20 seconds of intense exercise followed by a 10 second recovery and you do that eight times in total now to get the most benefits out of this uh, if you want to make it tough then I would always suggest doing picking one exercise because then you're really building that muscular endurance so uh, trust me on this if you do uh, a tabata of just push-ups you'll definitely I think be going to knees by the end of it because the rest periods are so short and then you can follow it with a Tabata where you do another four minutes, for example, of bodyweight squats. Really, really effective kind of combo. You could even then follow it with another one for four minutes, of course. That would only be a total of 12 minutes, but you don't even need to. But those are kind of some suggestions. They can be good to do just to kind of get your metabolism kind of spiked up a little bit before eating, particularly if you know that you're going to go and indulge a bit. Would you like to uncover the secrets of your metabolism and hit your weight goals in a really easy, scientifically driven manner? For over a year now, I've been using a smart little device called Lumen. And through a simple breath test, Lumen helps me optimize my fasting period. It tells me the best time to eat carbs, how to fuel my workouts, tracks how stress and sleep affect my metabolism, and gives me daily personalized meal plans. Lumen is the first device to hack your metabolism and reveal your lifestyle and diet's true impact on your health and ability to lose weight and it can help you to enhance fat burn lose weight and boost your energy naturally and lumen is giving listeners of this podcast 90 dollars off all you need to do is head over to angelafoster.me forward slash lumen and enter code angela90 at checkout to save 90 dollars you can finally take charge of your metabolism in 2024 with this exclusive discount. Simply head over to angelafoster.me forward slash lumen. That's A-N-G-E-L-A-F-O-S-T-E-R dot M-E forward slash L-U-M-E-N and enter code Angela90 at checkout. Now let's get back to the show. Next thing I say is to do something that you love, right? But this is the season of peace, love, and joy. So, what do you really love to do? We've talked about gratitude and the many benefits of that, but what about just engaging in an activity? that you really enjoy. Maybe you love cooking, something completely different, for example. It could be anything that's really simple. And what I've seen from looking at so many of my program members' heart rate variability over the, this last year is that heart rate variability improves, yes, when we do all the things that we know we're meant to, like breath work, cold exposure, good hydration, good quality sleep, recovery, stress management, and those things. 
But we've also seen, interestingly, is that it improves when we're doing things that we love or things that are really in alignment with our highest values. And it's really interesting to see that. So we can see a mum spending time with her kids can improve her heart rate variability um, kind of to a level or even higher than we see in sleep. And we know, for example, that when a mother and baby are together, they release oxytocin and actually their heartbeats tend to kind of come in and sort of sync together. So spend time doing those lovely things. You know, one of the things we love to do is I always read, even though my kids are older now, the night before Christmas poem every Christmas Eve as they're opening up their Christmas Eve boxes. And it's just kind of, you know, I'm sure you have your routines as well. And just really embrace it. Put your phone away and just fall into that. Lean into the holiday season and spend this really magical time together. And it is a time of giving as well. So we're giving presents and things and that's lovely. But also in what other ways can we give? Um, It's a really nice time of year to do things for those who are in need at this time of year. And there are so many ways that we can help people who need it at this time of year. We don't want to forget those who are actually really struggling and it's a difficult time for them. And if we're looking at the kind of nutritional aspect of things, I think just to reassure you, you, you're not going to gain weight and derail your 2023 health goals in a few days. That's very unlikely to happen. And I think that we all have room for a bit of indulgence and fun in our lives. But there are very simple hacks that you can do that can help you better control your blood glucose. We were talking about there about one of, you know, going outside and getting some exercise, going for a walk post meal, maybe doing something, you know, that's slightly higher intensity if you feel so inclined prior to eating a big meal. But there's also other ways that are just super easy. I mean, you could start by eating the vegetables first on your plate. doesn't mean you've got to eat them all and go, I must eat all my vegetables and then my protein and then my fat and then my starchy carbs, which would be an uninteresting way to eat it. But just having a few mouthfuls of fibrous vegetables has been shown to create this kind of fibrous mesh in the small intestine and regulate your blood sugar better. Or you can start with a salad or something like that with some apple cider vinegar or balsamic vinegar that also helps with glucose control and so you can that's probably a better way to start your meal than say dry diving into something like the bread basket or some crisps or something like that with some wine uh, and that helps to control blood glucose the other thing is to um do what the japanese do right so focus on present moment attention being fully fully present with those that you are with chewing your food really really well which helps to um, helps with digestion and the assimilation of the nutrients but then stopping when you're about 80 percent full that way you're not going to feel kind of stuffed to the brim you can still enjoy yourself but you just stop at about 80 percent full and then my kind of final thing, which we sort of touched on a little bit in the context of gratitude and, and morning habits, is to spend some time journaling. It's a really nice time of year. And as we kind of go through the holiday season to just be reflecting on what's gone well this year, what hasn't gone quite so well, how have you grown as a person and how might you learn from that? How might it guide you in terms of next year and 2024 goals and, and what you might be thinking about doing? It's a really good opportunity. I think often we can think about goal setting for the following year and rush from one year to the next, but without actually reflecting on what's happened. And it's such a powerful exercise if you sit down and actually just ask yourself some questions around what happened this year? What am I really proud of? What did I love? Where where might I need to change or grow or where might I need to be more present? 
Um, for example, it might be that you've reflected on it and you've had a great year in terms of your career, but you feel like now you want to be spending some more time with family. It could be any number of things, but reflecting on what you've been doing is a really, really important part of closing out that year. So I definitely encourage you to do that. And if you want, I did an episode uh, this time last year on some more kind of detail in terms of like things to help optimize liver health and also detoxify alcohol, if that's your thing over the holiday season. So if you want to listen to that one, it's episode 204. But I want to thank you as we come to the end of the show for being a listener this year and for supporting my show my absolute passion I love 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 doing it and interviewing the amazing guests we have on and we have some incredible ones lined up for 2024 so I wish you a very happy and healthy holiday season and may you also have a truly abundant 2024 I hope today's episode inspired you on your journey to vibrant health and high performance. Make sure you check out the show notes for a summary of all the important links to everything we talked about. And if you enjoyed this episode, hit the follow button and share it with a friend on social media or leave a review over on Apple Podcasts. Remember, achieving high performance health is about getting 1% better each day. So think about one thing you learned from today's episode and start implementing it today. Share with me what you've learned on social media over at Angela S. Foster. I love hearing from you and connecting with you. Have a beautiful day and always remember you are worthy of your dreams. Mm -hmm.